Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. Kimberly and Marie Franklin Murgatroyd. You just put like through three extra names in there. First thing that came to mind. How are you, my dear? Oh my God. Is that like Benjamin Franklin? Guess what? What? It is Friday. You know what we're talking about today? What are we talking about? We are going to talk about the three takeaways that we had on our trip to Greece. And we just, and I don't know why I'm talking like this, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> so we each wrote a list of three things uh, from Greece that we took away, and uh, we thought that this would be a good opportunity to share those things. So um, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go first with all your three? Or do you want, or do you want me to go first with Why all mine? Or do you want to do onesie-onesie? Why don't we onesie-onesie? So let's set it up though real quick. So we did about, you know, a month, give or take, in Barcelona for a few days and then over to Mykonos. And we had about a dozen friends literally show up and hang with us for about a week while we were in Mykonos. And it wasn't just like any crew of friends. This is like amazing influencers, amazing people. Each person that was there was incredible in their own right, in their own genre. So like big business CEOs of startups. We had Instagram influencers. We had New York Times bestselling authors. Like everyone had their own gifts to to kind of share with the group. And it was pretty spectacular. Oh my God, that sounded like a commercial. We are... I feel like we are super powerful people right now with all no, that. We're, no, basically, here's what, that, here's what happened. With all that gold behind us. No, here's us. the best part. <laughs> they would post a picture and like tag everyone and they'd go, who are those people? I like their... I know their audience was like, oh, wow, amazing people. But who are they? <laughs> You know, you're hanging with a serious crew when they post something and all of a sudden you go up 200 followers <laughs> after the post and you're like, what just happened? And then you go down like 100 because they're like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> they're like, well, okay. All right. So what was your first one? All right. So my first one is providing massive value. So the one thing being around all of these people, you know, of course, we talk about business, we talk about personal, we talk about relationships, we talk about travel, we kind of when you're with people for seven days, you kind of talk about everything. And the biggest takeaway I had, I think was providing massive value. So I'm going to use Jenna Scare on this one. She is at DocGenFit on IG. And she is someone that to me provides an incredible amount of really tactical value. She has a mobility course. But prior to that, she shared mobility exercises and all kinds of things to help increase your flexibility and mobility to increase your overall health. Be, you know, you'll be able to lift more, more powerful, run faster, all of those things. And we purchased her course and I started doing it while Rob was at his last mastermind. 
And it was, it blew me away. You know, just for context, Jen is a physical therapist. And what I love about the fact that she's a physical therapist is that she's doing everything that Kim's about to explain to you so differently than every physical therapist I've ever seen in my life. And she's bringing it online, total out of the box thinking. Total out of the box. But it's just, what I learned from her, honestly, was, you know, there's a lot of people that are wanting to be Instagram influencers or influencers in the world or write a book or have an event or be a life coach. And, you know, one of the biggest things I think that's so hard to kind of decipher right now is who actually is an expert in what they're talking about and who is still trying to figure it out, but yet still talking about it. And Jen is an expert in what she's doing. Therefore, she the value she's providing, like she does these challenges that right now, the one that I need to try is you put a bottle on your head and you start from standing, you go all the way to the floor sitting and then you get back up again. But they're really fun and you video yourself tagger and all that. So she's doing this in such a unique way that creates not just um, change in your body, change in your life, but it's fun. It's interactive. And for my money, I think she's my absolute favorite person on Instagram because she's providing value. So my takeaway for that was, what can I bring to my social media that is going to provide massive, massive value to my audience and not an ask? Because I think we are inundated with buy my shit, buy my shit, buy my shit. And there's not as many people pushing and providing value. Let me put you on the spot. How are you going to do things differently now? Well, you know, right now I'm actually creating a list of things that I'm actually good at because I don't want to, again, begin to put information out there on stuff that I'm not actually an expert in. So I, one thing I'm really good at, I think, is taking an unhealthy recipe, let's say tacos, and creating a very healthy version that also tastes amazing. And back in the day, I wrote a cookbook called Holy Shit that was just that. It was all based around that. And I kind of left that world, but I miss it. So I think creating recipes, maybe this is just one small area, creating recipes for people that uh, taste amazing and you know also get you to your health goals. I think another one will be providing unique parenting tips. That's one that keeps coming up for me that I hear people talking about and you know, I happen to, I'm, I really am just trying to figure it out. But when I find something that works, that's the thing. When something works, I will share it. I'm not going to share the hypothesis, <laughs> you know. Um, no, I love that. I love that. And, and you're right. Yes, I concur. You are a master at taking a recipe. And frankly, I would say, since I called you Benjamin Franklin at the opening, <laughs> I'm going to say that you actually make the recipe better. But here's what I am going to say. You just said you wrote a cookbook called Holy Shit. And I have to tell them a story and I know you're going to want to jump in. So let me tell the story. We're sitting in this place. Okay. And it is, uh, the name of the place is called Kiki's. And this just reminded me of it. So a little, little tangent, but trust me, I'm going to come around. And it's going to be worth it. So we're sitting in this place called Kiki's, no reservations, no electricity in, you know, like this little this side of a mountain, basically overlooking the most beautiful ocean you've ever seen. Very, very difficult to get in the place. And we got these high level people that Kim was talking about at the opening of the show. And, you know, we do this goal ceremony every year and we're all sitting there and, you know, having this really deep feeling 
philosophical conversation. When you hang out with this crew, like you don't talk about sports, right? You talk about really, really deep life issues. And uh, we got Sophia with us. You know, she's a three-year-old. So we want to make sure that, you know, she's entertained. She's the only three-year-old at a table of 15 people, adults. So we have uh, an iPad, some games and some headphones on. Okay. Gets real quiet. And all of a sudden we hear, holy shit. (laughs) Well, no, she said, holy shift. Because we correct, we already corrected this once. (laughs) Okay. So we all look at her and one other time I said, holy shit. She repeated it. Kim said, oh no, no, no. Daddy said shift. So now she has learned that when she sees something really cool or exciting to scream out, holy shift at an appropriate time. Like, so her, her story is she was playing a game like candy crush. It's like something like that. And she just blew up this level. Okay. So she was really excited. I'm going to give it to her. She used it appropriately. She used it appropriately. So it, and it definitely made everyone at the table laugh. So there you go. All right. So I'm going to talk about my, my takeaway since we're going onesie onesie. Okay. People talk about what they are working out. So we were in Greece and my, uh, my friend, Darren, if you want to learn more about Darren, his name's Darren White. He's the first interview that I've ever done for this podcast. And we did it in South Africa. It's a great interview. But he said to me, you know, Rob, people talk about what they're working out. And I was like, well, well, what do you mean? He said, okay, look, you're a, I'll give you a better example. So I'm with Lewis Howes. And for those of you that don't know, he's got one of the top podcasts in the world called the School of Greatness. So sitting there with Lewis Howes, he's not going to say to me, Hey, Rob, let me talk to you about podcasting because he has podcasting down like the back of his hand. He knows everything about it. He doesn't need to ask any questions. He's dominating the charts. He's written books on it. He's got events and blah, blah, blah. So he's not working that out. On the other hand, I am new to the podcasting world. So when I have a God of podcasting like that in front of me, my questions, my conversation are going to be around what I'm working out, which is podcasting. Now, on the other hand, Lewis is, has just been invited to become one of the launch people for Facebook Watch's new television show. And so all weekend long, guess what he's talking about? What he's trying to work out, right? He's trying to work out how to do a great job in that area. So here's the point. The point is that when you're out at a party or at a pool or in some social gathering and somebody is spewing a bunch of advice about about a subject, consider the fact that they are perhaps working it out and that's why they're talking about it. And don't be confused with them being an expert in that area. Since I have heard him say that, it has been ex- I, I've, I've extended the concept into things like Facebook and Instagram posts. So when people are talking about what they quote, know, like the back of their hand, or they're spewing wisdom, be careful because it's probably what they're trying to work out. That was a game changer for me. Yeah, look for the common thread, I would say, in that, you know, when people are talking about, you know, certain subjects, uh, when you hear it over and over, then that's a good tip. Okay, my second one, this was a good one. So we had the genius, intuitive, gorgeous Christine Hassler with us. Can Can we just say for a minute, that woman. Oh, she's unbelievable. Like if I was going to have anyone be my coach for the rest of my life, (laughs) it would be her. If you don't know who she is, unbelievable. go to Instagram, type in Christine Hassler. Or just just listen to your last interview with her. You just did it. Yep. I did. It's uh, last couple of interviews. She is amazing. Sorry. She's amazing. So what the conversation was with her is, you know, at these tables, we had all of these women that are in 
very powerful or influential roles in business. And regardless if it's an online business or a corporation, you know, we have all these women. And, you know, the one thing that kept coming up is how do you remain as a woman in your feminine, in your feminine power? So we have the masculine and the feminine side, and we all can access both. We can all ask access each side. When you're being a mommy and you're coddling your toddler, you're in your feminine. But when someone wrongs that toddler, you will go masculine real quick. Do you know what I mean? So we were talking about being in business is by nature more masculine driven. And a lot of the conversation was how do you conduct big business, um, strike deals and stay in your feminine as much as possible and access your masculine when you need to. But then bring home, you know, if you're in a relationship, don't bring that masculine energy home with you if it's not who you are in your core, because it's going to disrupt your relationship and it's going to create, you know, a, a reverse polarity in your relationship. And so I guess my biggest takeaway from this was how can I stay more in my feminine and become a stronger, more powerful, influential woman? in my feminine, accessing my feminine, because my feminine is truly where my power is. When I go into my masculine, if Rob and I get in a fight and I'm trying to get my point heard, I will often go into my masculine and that doesn't work because he is masculine and he could eat me for dinner. Well, except, except the fact that your, your masculine basically is Bruce Lee. And so when you, <laughs> when you pull the nunchucks out, I am a little scared. <laughs> but my point is it doesn't, when I'm in my masculine coming at you with whatever, you know, man, masculine drama thing that I'm spewing at you, it doesn't actually make you more receptive. But usually it's the moment where I like crack and I break down and a tear comes that that's when our problem gets solved because I revert back to my feminine. Such so, a good point. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, that's such so a good point. It, I mean, you know, this is all about who you are in your core, right? So for me, my guiding leader in femininity is going to be Christine Hassler. And I'm looking, you know, to her for that guidance through her Instagram, through her Facebook, through her friendship, because she really just hones that in. And I mean, she's a genius. So that was a, I think that was um, a great conversation that we all had during that trip in Greece. Beautifully put. Okay. My next one was Darren drooling and crystallizing three things in the corner. Poor Darren. <clears throat> okay. Love this guy. But so let me give you some context here. When like Kim opened with at the beginning, when you are on a trip with a bunch of people, a lot of ideas happen and it's sort of like a quasi mastermind, right? You just, as an entrepreneur, when you're at an, when you're on a trip with 15 people, you can't, you this can't. This was effectively a work hard, play hard mastermind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you can't stop masterminding or or stimulating ideas for your business as an entrepreneur when you go on vacation. In fact, what it does is it becomes accentuated, right? And it's even better because you're in, you're relaxed and you're in a calm, fun state. So it gives you that opportunity to really be creative and to think and to connect in a way that you normally wouldn't in your day-to-day -day life. <laughs> even more than that, you get outside of your problems, yes. right? We all have challenges, problems, whatever whatever the the pop psychology word of the, of 
du jour is to say, but you get the idea, right? We all have them. When you get outside of the problems, it's a different lens and perspective to look through. Okay, so let's get back to Darren Drilling. So, <laughs> so basically, here's what he does. Over the course of our time together, our couple of weeks together, he's got a little moleskin notebook and he just jots notes down. He wakes up in the morning and just kind of like journals some ideas. So I saw him and he had about, I don't know, maybe 15 pages of notes. And I was like, what is that? He's like, just stuff I'm capturing over the weekends. And he's a very quiet kind of guy, right? If you tell him to watch a TV show, you know, he gives you this blank look on his face, but he's actually making a note about it. And then you'll, you know, you'll reference back to him. Hey, did you ever watch that show? And he's like, yeah, I watched, I, I binged watched it last night. I saw 12 episodes, but I'll never tell you. So that's, so he just data dumps everything into a book. So I said, well, what do you do with that book? He said, well, when you leave, I could actually start by my vacation. <laughs> um, and I have three days. Generally, we leave and we separate for three days. And he sits, he sits down and I was able to witness it this time because he didn't get the three days. So he decided to choose the three days of our last three days. And he's sitting on the beach and he takes his hand and, and, his, and his wife, Tony, explained to me the process. She's giving me the play-by-play of what he's doing. He's not in the water. He's not drinking. He's just lying on his lounge chair. He's got oh my his, God, I remember this, that paraga. He, that paraga, that's right. He's got his right... <laughs> and, and- uh, Sophia is trying to drag Uncle Darren and into the move. water. He won't move. He's lying on his back. He's got his right arm over his head and he stares. And he, if you look closely, you'll see a little drool coming out of the right <laughs> side of his mouth. He's going to so appreciate this episode. And he takes everything down to three bullet points. Okay. So, you know, he's trying to do some work now on his body. So one of those bullet points is his body, right? So he'll write down three words and I'll give you an example. His body is to have, I don't know what the number is, X percentage body fat, right? So he'll just write X percent body fat. His company is, you know, worth 80 million. His goal is to, you know, he decided that he met somebody who's got a bigger company than him. His goal is to go to a hundred million by the end of the year. So he'll write three words that mean something to him and that's it. He will go back to where he lives in Seattle with just those three words and he'll put them, this will be my third one when we, when you come back to me, he'll put that into a system and I'll, I'll explain what that system is. Why don't you just go with now? You're already there. All right. So what he'll do then is he uses a process, he uses an app, sorry, called Omni Focus, right? So basically what OmniFocus is, is it follows a model called GTD, which is Getting Things Done by David Allen. And very simply, just to give you some high level views so you understand it, what you're doing is number one, you're doing a massive dump, which is, <laughs> that sounds horrible, which is what I just uh, explained to you about how he gets everything out. And then he will take that massive dump and he will identify... <laughs> This is just going right down the toilet bowl. He will he will take that giant shit that he just took and he'll create three, he'll create projects from that dub. Kim is turning purple. Okay. After the after he creates I'm sorry, my like my six-year-old you're, brain. You're a six-year-old little girl. He's a dump. He'll create projects from that. So maybe he'll come up with three projects. And within those projects, he will create a massive amount of actions that are related to those projects. And then once a week on Friday, he'll assign 
one of those actions to a particular day during the week. Um, some of some things might be repeating. So let's say that the project is 16% body fat. And one of the actions is to, you know, go to a one hour workout class, um, on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, he'll set it up to repeat that action Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, or let's say that he wants, you know, you get the idea. So OmniFocus, he turned me on to it. And then the last part of OmniFocus, which I've never used before, which I really like now, is the power of context. So let's just say within all of those projects that there are three or four actions to make phone calls in each of those projects. You will tag those phone calls as a phone call tag where you're in a place where you're maybe in the car and you have time to make phone calls. You'll go down to the phone calls tag and you'll, it's a contextual way of doing it. You'll just make the phone calls that are related to your projects. So OmniFocus basically takes for, for the entrepreneur that has many things going on in their life, maybe multiple businesses, maybe, you know, launching one product, finishing another product, working on a product launching in six months, you know, you got staff, you got this, you got that. OmniFocus basically takes all of that, gives you a way to organize it, tag it, so it can actually work for you versus just being a giant shit show. Yes, there's two philosophies that go along with it. One is mind like water. So the idea is if you don't get out the projects into some receptacle somewhere, whether it's a notebook or whether it's OmniFocus or whatever, the RAM in your brain continues to pop up and you go, I got to do this. I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. That is so happening to me right now. Okay. So until you put it into a reliable, the word is reliable, where your brain knows if I put it in there, I can forget about it. But if you're writing it on a sticky note, your brain is like, who the hell knows where the sticky note is going to be? So your brain doesn't trust it. So the RAM still prop pops up. The second part, so mind like water means that the the thought flows in, you flow it out, and then you're, it's, that's OmniFocus. So your mind is always like water. The, the, the ideas are coming in and they're going into OmniFocus. They're coming in, they're going. So that's mind like water. The second part is every single thing you want to do, doesn't matter what it is, project related, you can only work on one action at a time. So the focus is what is the next action only to do? So if you come up with 100 actions, you're overchunked when you're trying to think about how to solve this project because there's a hundred actions to do. But if you look at just what the next action is, this will allow you, and OmniFocus has a, a little feature on it where you can flip a switch and it'll only show you the next action to avoid overwhelm. Okay, so all of that overwhelmed me, but I actually think I might use it. Mm. <laughs> it's not it's not cheap kids it's 60 bucks just oh, to yeah. let you know that's not, that's not bad no nope. 60 bucks a month or like no 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 one time oh god Jeez. no and okay. we own this which means you get it yay okay so that that was awesome actually because my brain right now feels like a giant circus especially coming after greece and going into all these projects so i can totally see the application for that okay so here's my last one all right. You ready? Ready. You ready? Ready. So I'm going to take you back to the setting Rob described where Sophia yelled, holy shift. And we're sitting at this table. He told you about the beautiful blue waters and all of that stuff. So that mine has to do with this. My takeaway was Rob and I, you've probably heard if you've listened to this podcast before, we play at a level three relationship. This is Tony Robbins thing. We, His needs are my needs and I will do anything I can to help him and vice versa. And what I realized on this trip 
at that table was that there's not just power in playing at a level three with your spouse. There's so much power at playing a level three in your tribe, your crew, your mastermind, whatever you want to call it, your group of friends, your inner circle, whatever it is. And to the reason that I say this is we all went around and wrote goals at the table with some wine and some food. It was amazing. We all wrote our goals for the next 12 months. And what we've been doing for the last few years is we write our goals, we come back to that same table a year later, we read our goals, and we talk about them. Did we hit them? Did we not? How do we feel about that? What are we doing next? And it's a really great way to keep assessing where you are in your life, in your plan. And everybody at that table, including Sophia, wrote goals. And by the way, hers was to swim without swimmies. So how cute That's is that? That's actually a really good goal. Yeah. So, and she came up with that. That's the crazy part. I like that. And it was cute. So everybody wrote goals and we all shared our goals, but it didn't stop there. Immediately, everybody started going, you know what, Rob, I could help you with that. You know what, uh, Sarah, I could help you with that. You know what, Lewis, you know what, Chris, you know what? All of everybody was so open and willing to help each other team up and achieve these goals. And that moment right there showed me what a real tribe, what a real mastermind. There's a lot of people floating around that are like women supporting women and sisters go and all of that. But really often, a lot of that is a cheering section. And it's not actually someone going, your needs are my needs. And I want to help you achieve that goal because it lights me up to help you get to your next goal, your next destination to help you grow and achieve what you want. Because all of us at that table, these goals all end in one place. We all want to make a bigger impact. That's it. We want to make more income to make a bigger impact and to help more people grow and become better versions of themselves as well. So that right there, that moment solidified for me the power of tribe, mastermind, and a network. You know, as you're describing that story, I'm thinking about saying to Christine because she, you know, she, uh, somehow I, I forgot I forgot what I was talking about, but she had shared something with me, and she said, "Well, just let me know; I can help you." And I was like, I, "You're busy, man. I, you like you're traveling around the world doing keynotes." And she's like, "Rob, just ask for support. Like that's a skill. Like we're friends." And I don't know how you guys feel about this, you know, whether you're, you know, sitting at the table like we were with the New York Times bestselling author and saying, I don't want to bother him because he's in the middle of writing another book, right? Or you have somebody that you look up to that you want to reach out to. The truth is that if you're, if they're in your circle, reaching out and asking for support is totally okay because if they turned around and asked you for support, I bet you would give it. That's and, the ticket though. And that's a real good... But that's the thing you just said. I'm sorry to interrupt you because a lot of people reach out and ask for stuff. You, going back to my number one, you need to provide value in your relationships as well. This can't just be a take, 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 take. In whatever business you're in, wherever you're at in life, you have to provide value in your relationships, in your friendships, in your tribe. You can't just take. Um, I think we call that a leech. And uh, and that's it, kids. Um, I do have one thing I wanted to wrap up with if I can. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> that was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are headed in October to the Summit of Greatness. Lewis Howes is putting on an incredible event. We've talked about it on the podcast before. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen. 
This is our favorite, favorite event of the year. Tell them, tell them why. Take a second. We've, we've talked this long. Take, take a second and tell them why it's great. It's great because it handles, it's an event like no other. Every area is handled. You walk in and it's like a family. It truly is like a family. It's warm. It's welcoming. You're in an auditorium that feels intimate and everybody is open to share. He brings in all of these speakers that half the time you've never heard of and they blow your mind because they are great and they've overcome so much to get where they are, but they're in every genre of your life. So if you're looking for inspiration, motivation, connection, building your network, building your friendships, this is the place to do it. But in addition to just the event, he also puts together social hours and workouts in the morning that you can go with people like Steve Weatherford and Jenna Scare, and you can do workouts with incredible trainers all around Columbus, Ohio. And it's it's spectacular event. And there's always an amazing closing party at the end. And it really is so much fun. So last year, we purchased a large amount of tickets um, that were $199. Now, I don't know, maybe they're $299, $399, $499. No, more than that. I think they're $499 now. So we bought them at the early bird rate. We bought um, a big block of tickets. And Lewis is actually giving us a special section to sit in. That way, we'll all have like... You don't have to worry about getting a seat. You have a special little section. And we have wait for it, 10 tickets left. That's all we have left. all we have left? We only have 10 left. I actually think we might have nine left, but that's it. So if you want a uh, ticket, if you want to get a ticket at the early bird rate of $199, we have done this before. Go ahead and screenshot this episode, post it on Instagram, tag Rob and me, and then email it that screenshot to heyjetset at gmail.com. And I will go ahead and send you the information to secure your ticket. But like I said, we I don't think these are going to last another two weeks. And they're going to be done because ticket prices have gone up. And this is a super special offer. And we're literally doing it at our cost. Why? Because we believe so much in this event. We want to get as many bodies in that auditorium as humanly possible because Lewis's message to impact the world is one that is genuine and heartfelt. And if you are there, you will feel it. And for the for the people who have already purchased a ticket, make sure that you come over, give us a hug, sit in our section, um, and let's connect. Let's use this weekend to connect and get to know each other. All right, that's it, everybody. Have a great week. And remember, excuses are over. It's time to live. Goodbye, everybody. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live. 